1: or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share home threads the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space.
0: At HomeThreads.com, Megan, I have such exciting news. The award winning podcast, Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls, is back with an all new season. This time, you'll hear stories narrated by incredible women from the worlds of art, music, business, and sports about amazing immigrant women
1: from all over the planet that have helped change the world in so many ways. I know. Ella and I love to listen, and this season we've been hearing stories about women, including Carmen Miranda, an acclaimed dancer and movie star from Brazil, Teresa Lee, an activist working to bring dreamers out of the shadows, and Noor Inayat Khan, a princess who became a spy. I love that you listen with
0: Ella, and you know what? I listen with Oliver, too. Research shows that only 19% of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambition. The Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls podcast is an amazing resource for parents of children of any gender to inspire, educate, and instill confidence in all Little Rebels everywhere.
1: The new season started on September 15th. Catch up now with your Little Rebel. You can find the Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls award-winning educational podcast on your favorite podcast player. It was a really transformative experience in gift-giving in general, and we hope that this gift guide can be a little bit like that. Like, it's small things and big things that we hope will send joy to whoever you buy them for.
0: Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy, And this week's episode is very exciting. It is our 2020 holiday gift guide. As though... Gifts can help this year, <laughs> <laughs> ok. Before we jump into the gifts, I want to remind you guys to please do not forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with a minute or you're just feeling kind, leave us a rate and review. It makes us so happy. And also it helps other people find us. And we want as many people to listen as possible just because spread the love. um ok, Gift guide. Such a weird year to be talking about this because gifts can't heal this crazy year, but they're nice. Um, But also, like, I just, you know, it's 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 stressful. It's stressful in the first place every year. But, you know, we just like putting these together. We wanted to be mindful of the fact that I think everybody is watching their wallet this year. You know, it's harder to go shopping. It can be really stressful, depending where you live. So I don't know. Like, there, we just we just tried our best because you know, gifts are sweet and they do kind of cheer you up. I don't know. That's have we
1: have done an it. episode where we've talked about what our love languages are? I feel like we've definitely talked about it on Instagram Live.
0: I don't but know that wonder, we've done an episode,
1: is- but. Why? What's your love language? No, my love languages are words of affirmation, which is why I love your ratings and reviews so much, (laughs) (laughs) and quality time. I am not a gift person, so I always struggle this time of year, and I love gift guides. But I feel like you are an incredible gift giver, and so I wonder if gifts are one of your love languages. Yeah,
0: they definitely are, and... I don't know. You know, maybe it's, I wonder if it's related to the maximalist thing, but it really doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be big. It can be homemade. I love to shop. There you have it, people. That's the (laughs) raw, real me. It embarrasses me, but it is true. Like I get a rush from shopping. And just the idea that like someone has sat there either like thought about it and was like, oh, I'm going to take time to make this for her or write this for her. Even just a card, y'all. I don't know. Um, Or if you're out shopping and you see something and you're like, oh, Stacy, you know, like my best friend who lives in L.A., sometimes I'll just get random, like a little pin, you know, like for a purse or a jacket, like in the mail with just a note. Like I saw this and I thought of you and it just totally makes my day, my week, my everything.
1: I have to tell you, I had such a transformative experience this fall when we sent our little gift to our listeners group. Yeah. Because it's really easy to be like, oh, it's our listeners. Like it's this, these like thousands of people who listen to us every week and that are in our group. And like, I connect with a few people in DMs or like in posts in the, in, in the Facebook group, but like having everyone's name and address and their, the names of their kids and the ages of their kids, it was like so much more connected. And, and I'm not a religious person, but I definitely felt like I was packaging each of the little envelopes being like, I just like hope that this family is do like sending them good vibes. Like, not yes. really preying on them, but praying on them, just being like, I know we're going into a hard season for everyone. Yes. Everyone's going to be at home. We're already seeing spikes in COVID cases. And like, I just hope that this family that spends time listening to us every week has like a good day when they receive this. And so it was a really transformative experience in gift giving in general. And we hope that this gift guide can be a little bit like that. Like it's Small things and big things that we hope will send joy to whoever you buy them for.
0: Totally. It's a heavy time of year after a heavy year. It's a heavy time. So, yeah. you know, we just hope that this, like you said, it just brings a little bit of joy. For whatever holiday you're celebrating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what do the holidays look like for you this year? Because you guys celebrate Hanukkah, but also Christmas.
0: We don't really celebrate Hanukkah so much, but uh, why? <laughs> um, my husband is... Very strongly identifies as Jewish. My kids definitely identify as half Jewish. But he was not raised religious, like, at all. Like, didn't even have a bat mitzvah. And I'm sorry, I forget if it's bat or bar when you're a boy. I don't know why. Like, I've been, I've gone to so many bat and bar mitzvahs over the year, it does not stick in my brain. So I apologize. So... I don't know. The kids identify strongly as Jewish. For Isaac's 13th birthday, we were going to go to Israel because he also wasn't, you know, he didn't go to Hebrew school or anything like that. We're just not religious. And I used to when being a first generation Greek person, I like came into our marriage thinking like everybody just is like all about their, you know, cultural ethnic religious identity like if if it's there yeah. for you and it exists it's just like a very prominent part of your life because it was a prominent part of mine like no one would ever let me forget <laughs> that we were Greek and I was first generation american and and he was like yeah actually like it's a very strong cultural pull for me but it's not a religious pull and I was like I don't really understand and like I want for my kids what I had so I would celebrate Hanukkah I would celebrate Rosh Hashanah like I would try to put these holidays together and it just reached a point where they were old enough to ask questions about the holidays and I was like I don't know what I'm doing Like, I don't know yeah and he's like I told you lady like I don't really either <laughs> I was like okay so we do like we honor it we actually do light a menorah because I I it's a fun little tradition and
1: latkes one season yeah we house, definitely like, like we cook the foods but you know,
0: yeah. it's not, we don't do gifts at Hanukkah anymore because it just became like about gifts for the kids and it just became way too much because yeah, because I grew up Christmas and I love going all out with decorations and cinnamon buns and cookies and a cookie swap and, uh, <laughs> you know, it just became too much. So we honor it. Like, we have a lot of—we're friends with a lot of Jewish families, so if we can, like, celebrate Rosh Hashanah or Hanukkah, go to a Hanukkah party, you know, all the different high holy days. Although Hanukkah's not a high holy day, but anyway. We do it, and it's part of the lexicon of our family, if that makes sense, but it's not, like, the big centerpiece. What about you guys?
1: Okay. We're recording this pre-holidays, so I can say— that what I hope to do this year is dismantle our tradition.
0: I like
1: it. Everybody's <laughs> leaning into tradition this year. You are going to dismantle it. I like okay. it. Talk to us I more. I know. Does, does that make me sound like an asshole? No, Ow. it's fine. Okay, I have always been a person who loves the holidays. And I love that there are traditions around the holidays, but especially in 2020, as we're all like becoming culturally aware of how much like the patriarchy is involved in why we do holidays and how many holidays are like culturally misrepresented. I have been inspired to like do a not Thanksgiving this year and really like spend the day educating my family, like still having a beautiful meal. Yes. Like we're also going to gather for Thanksgiving, but I'm not doing all the bullshit labor of like cooking a turkey and all the sides for just my nuclear family anyways. So why not like spend the day learning about why we have Thanksgiving and what it does and doesn't mean to our family
0: Yeah, so, you know, we started doing that several years ago. And also, I don't know if your school is on board with such things. I think that we might be out on the fringe of this. Yeah. But our school also, there's a lot of conversation around Thanksgiving and, you know, Columbus Day. We don't call it Columbus Day anymore. It's Indigenous People Day, and there's a lot of, like, heavy-duty education around it. And it's really... I think very important and I'm so happy for my kids and for your kids that from a young age there's a dialogue around Thanksgiving especially also yeah. you know Christmas is the like default
1: winter holiday right but there's so many other winter holidays oh, so and many they're and beautiful like i'm jealous of diwali i want to do that yeah <laughs> and
0: we've been talking about that in our family for a while too because of hanukkah yeah. and because we have so many jewish friends but then also the problem is in america like hanukkah became i you know i mentioned off the cuff a few minutes ago that it's not a high holy day or a yeah. high holy holiday uh, but yeah it's like to compete with Christmas, it became like you have to have gifts eight nights and it's become this yeah, big you're trying thing
1: to, to give like push through to have representation. Like, no, we do. We do buy stuff around the holidays too. like, please market to us and not just make it about the Christmas trees and Christmas decorations. I know.
0: But then at the same time in trying to increase representation, you're actually you're trying to be more like, you know, the dominant. As yes. opposed to trying to yeah, open space for difference. Yes. You know what I
1: mean? It's all it's all assimilation. So we have to get into gifts, but I think we both just want to acknowledge that, like, gifts can be for any winter holiday. Absolutely. And I want to write a permission slip to everyone this year, this year, any year. If you don't do it this year, maybe you do it next year, to, like, really look at how you celebrate the holidays and every year. And like examine, does that work for you? I think especially as like the primary parents and as women, we take on these things that we're like expected to do, but like maybe don't really matter in the end. And just because we're all home doesn't mean that you have to take on extra things. Two years ago, I quit sending holiday cards. We would spend $200 on cards, like little flat cards, doing the Christmas pictures with Santa, which I actually loved that tradition, but like addressing all like the time it took to send holiday cards and it brought me no joy. If holiday cards bring you joy, then please do that. But like if you're doing stuff just because you feel like it's expected, I'd really love for you to examine that this year and like decide if it's worth your time. And, effort.
0: and I want to build on that quickly as we dive into specific gift recommendations we tried to pick things that are evergreen, they work for birthdays, they work for any time of year. I said even as someone for whom gift-giving is a love language, giving and receiving, it really is about like, oh, I thought of you. And the problem with these winter holidays that, you know, emphasize gift-giving is that you you lose that. Like you just feel like everybody has to think of everybody and everybody's just yeah, like scrambling to get something. Yeah. So if some of this stuff, if you just don't want to spend the money right now because, boy, do we understand that, or like you just, you know, it's not speaking to you at the moment, like draw on this list all year round. If you see something that makes you think of your friend and like now's not the moment, bookmark it for their birthday or how amazing is it at the like in the middle of February when everybody's like, uh, where's spring? Like just to send somebody a little something like that's awesome. You joked on another episode that my birthday gift came several months late. My birthday gift from you, Megan. It was like the best <laughs> thing on a random day.
1: I got this gift. It made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so use this list as you wish. Yes. And I also want to shout out our gift guide from last year. Yeah. I was just looking at it and I feel like there are still a lot of ideas in there that I would gift this year too. Totally. So we have like double resources. All right. Okay. I think before we dive into all of our gift recommendations, we should take a hot minute and acknowledge the gift that is our weekly sponsors. Yeah. So let's hear from them because they made this week's episode possible. An alarming number of today's kids leave home without knowing how to do their own laundry, use a debit card, or even address an envelope. And we know many of them don't know how to cook for themselves either. So parenting writer and Real Simple columnist, Katherine Newman, decided
0: to help with her new book, How to Be a Person, 65 hugely useful,
1: super important skills to learn before you're grown up. Illustrated in full color, graphic novel style, how to be a person teaches kids 10 and up important skills that empower them to gain independence and to be helpful members of their families and communities. Okay,
0: Megan. True story here. The book was released in May right as I was hitting a breaking point with quarantine in remote school. I had asked my boys to clean their bathroom and ended up spending more time teaching them than it would have taken for me to just clean it myself. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I had to reteach them the next time I asked them to clean the bathroom.
1: I remember this and how hard I laughed when you told me that you bought two (laughs) copies of How to Be a Person. Yes,
0: each one needed their own copy. And guess what? I've never had to teach them how to clean the bathroom again. Do they do a good job? (laughs) Megan, Catherine isn't a magician. <laughs> but her humorous writing pulled them in and encouraged them to learn new skills. And watching them do that during this challenging time has also reminded me that giving kids purpose and tools to succeed makes them feel happier and less bored
1: in the end. Grab your copy of How to Be a Person, which makes a fantastic holiday gift wherever you purchase your books. And if you want an exclusive discount, check our show notes to buy your copy directly from Workman Publishing and get 20% off. Any- any purchase made before December 31st, 2020. Our families have adapted a lot this year, and with creative problem solving, we've discovered new ways to tackle life's day-to-day. Now, we're doing the same through the holidays. In the same way that KiwiCo helped engage our kids through summer and at-home schooling, they're helping fill the holiday season with wonder and ease. Every month, KiwiCo delivers everything you need for hands-on science, art, and geography projects. And with crates available for kids of all ages, they make gift giving easy for us grownups and being home seriously fun for kids during a holiday season that looks different. Each Kiwiko crate is an experience
0: that sparks discovery. When a robot walks, a rocket launches, and a heart beats into a stethoscope that they built, these are magical moments that inspire a lifetime
1: of curiosity and learning. Plus, there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time, making KiwiCo the no-brainer holiday gift of the year. Get 50%
0: off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code DIJFY. That's 50% off your first month for every purchase made in November and December at kiwico.com, promo code DIJFY, short for Didn't I Just Feed You?
1: Okay, Billis, pressure's on because you are the gift guru. Uh, <laughs> the chicken lady and the gift guru. I know that actually you have like a really special gift to tell us about. Well,
0: I think everybody deserves a copy of Winner, Winner, Chicken Dinner. <laughs> um, Yeah, I... I actually think if you have somebody, I'm biased, obviously, um, if you have somebody who needs like daily inspiration, who loves to cook, who loves just fun, playful cookbooks, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's super useful. It's super fun. It's super affordable. If giving a cookbook feels weird to you, that might be one of those good, like random time of the year gifts. You can always pair it with like, a Dutch oven or poultry shears or seasoning. One of the items on our list this year is anything pretty much from Jacobson Sea Salt Company. Pairing that Word. with like a roasting pan or a Dutch oven and a cookbook like Winter Winter Chicken Dinner is an awesome gift that feels special. So, I'm going to start off with that, obviously. And then, the next thing I'm going to go to because let's have a gift, let's kick things off with a gift that represents each of us. Fancy sprinkles.
1: Fancy sprinkles. We love them. You love them. Yeah, and they were so kind to us in helping us send out our Halloween gift. They are delicious. I can't, like... (sighs) I feel really strongly that a lot of sprinkles actually are gross. (laughs) Like grocery store sprinkles don't taste good because they're mostly wax, which makes them cheaper. So fancy sprinkles, I just am... Just want you to know they not only look beautiful, but they're actually incredibly tasty too.
0: And they have these great gift boxes or just put together your own or just grab a couple of jars of them. They are so fun and they do really feel special. Like these aren't just regular jimmies. I also want to point out that Fancy Sprinkles makes a couple of sweatshirts that I think are so fun. One says buttercream, one just says
1: ganache.
0: And Megan owns a buttercream one and claims it's Yes,
1: speaking of birthday gifts that came... Well, yours came early for me, <laughs> and it's one of the fancy sprinkle sweatshirts. I wear it all the time, and I just want you guys to know that it's super, super soft. Because, you know, sometimes if you're buying, like, sweatshirts online... you you can't know you can look and be like it could be soft but it's so soft and cozy so great great gift
0: idea Um, okay I want to stick with clothes for a second so you guys might have seen on our Instagram that I've worn a t-shirt that says kabocha squash the patriarchy that is (laughs) that was a collaboration between a food blogger and a woman named Katie Kimmel and we're going to have all our links so don't worry about like remembering brands and stuff Katie has a bunch of t-shirts T-shirts, sweatshirts, and even little kids onesies that are so cute that just have like food sayings on them. Um, one just says mozzarella sticks in like rainbow multicolored letters that like I'm obsessed with because who doesn't need a sweatshirt that says mozzarella sticks?
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, maybe, maybe vegans. They might be the only oh, ones. Oh, yeah. And then I bet there's All something right. else on Katie Kimmel for them.
0: I'm sure there is. There's Ready? also a T-shirt. That literally says, okay, I need to pull it up because it is so hilarious. It says something like, there's one that says linguine and clams. There's one that says hamburger and soda. One that just says butter noodle. Steak Diane is a really good one. Um, Chicken parm is another good one. Okay, this is my favorite. I ate a dog treat and it was just okay. I think that's hilarious (laughs) because I have to tell you that recently my (laughs) 11-year-old... came I'm sorry, out onto the deck where mike and i were sitting and he was giggling and i was like what's up and he was like i ate one of ziggy's treats <laughs> he was like i looked at the label it was all normal stuff so i just tried it it was just okay literally he said those words so i need to get him that t-shirt I can't deal with how much I love that. So, Uncommon Goods is a place that I like to go sometimes. Uh, has like a huge price range variance which I like, and I found their custom message shortbread cookies, which I thought were really cute
1: yeah they are really cute,
0: yeah, right. So like that's it's a little bit of a splurge, thirty eight dollars for cookies, but you can put your own little message. So if that speaks to you, especially if you don't, if one of the traditions you want to blow up this year is making holiday cookies, <laughs> then you can just buy them. <laughs> um okay. This is something that I think is hilarious. So I was thinking that it might be fun to get a sushi making kit for somebody. And this could be for an older kid, too. And as I was researching them, I found
1: the sushi bazooka. Have you seen this? No. Let me click on this link though, oh, right now.
0: OMG. So you can get just the sushi bazooka, like if you just want that, or you can get we're going to link to a whole sushi making kit, which comes with the bamboo mats and a knife and all this stuff. But basically, <laughs> Sushi Bazooka is like the best thing I've ever seen. It definitely has a like
1: sold on TV kind of vibe to it. But it's just like also I want to make so many inappropriate jokes. <laughs> I hope everyone has gone to com and clicked on the Sushi Bazooka link while we're talking about this. <laughs> okay Continuous. So the CD. Even, I'm gonna leave it
0: there I'm gonna leave it there we have a lot of gifts to power through you need to go what you need to watch a, the video of how it works yeah. it is oh hilarious gosh. and useful that's what I'm gonna say about it
1: they have a spelling error in their <laughs> infographic I'm screenshotting it now so we can all enjoy this later you guys Okay.
0: OMG okay William Sonoma as a partnership with the one and only Dolly Parton, and they have a baking collection, and I'm here for everything on it.
1: I can't anything deal. from. I will buy everything with Dolly for life. Like you she's guys, an Dolly icon. Parton baking. So yeah. they're instead of like a
0: gingerbread house, they have a. It's a log cabin. I can't. I can't. I love it so I much. Mean,
1: yeah. No, we have to have that.
0: Apron, cooking
1: cutouts,
0: whatever. Right now. Okay. So we were talking about Hanukkah. You know, there's all the advent calendars. But if you want to just count down the eight nights of Hanukkah at Food 52 Sugar Fina, they have a partnership. You can't get it directly from Sugar Fina, which is another great place for gifts. But they have a countdown to Hanukkah advent calendar thing. And while we're at Food 52, I am going to tell you, this sounds like a weird gift. It's one of my favorite things in my kitchen, a French ceramic butter keeper. We're going to link to the one that I own. But if you don't love that one or it feels pricey, go to Amazon. There are so, so, so many options. And it's the best thing. It's basically giving people the gift of being able to have soft butter on hand at all times. So you win. Any gift here, here.
1: We I think we linked to a, an Amazon one last year in the gift guide too. So we'll link to that one again because I have a. It will less forever expensive be on the list. Amazon purchase. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Okay, Megan. I think you should talk to this because we both love the idea of giving a cake stand for a gift. Yeah. Because it's something that you might not buy for yourself. So, their American heirloom. It makes really beautiful ones at all different sizes, even a cupcake
1: one. But I'm sure you have lots to say about Oh, I actually stands. love American Heirloom. They are based in the South. It's a woman-owned company, and their cake stands are incredibly beautiful and super du- durable. And I just want to say that a cake stand doesn't have to just be a gift for the baker in your life because a cake stand is also very useful as a serving vessel for cookies in the afternoon. Or I honestly like seasonally swap out my fruit bowl for cake stands or like put my fruit bowl on a cake stand so I can have smaller bowls of like onions and potatoes underneath it. So it's actually like a really useful Organizational tool in the kitchen, and it doesn't hurt if it looks beautiful too. Yeah,
0: and you know what else? For the entertainers, like if you've ever done a big table spread, it helps create elevation and different levels. You know, when everything's all on the same level, it can just feel like the table's overwhelming. So, a cake stand is also beautiful for like, you know, putting a vegetable higher up, or maybe like a centerpiece, the flowers, so that you can have food underneath it. So, I I agree with you one hundred percent. Okay, we talked about Hanukkah. I'm going to come back to Hanukkah again because I don't know how I found this on Etsy, but there are funny Hanukkah wine labels that I thought were pretty <laughs> hilarious. That you can Wait, just what like is go funny
1: about them. I
0: they just like say funny things, and you can put them on a bottle of wine. Like one says, oh. um, "Like let's get shmushed." <laughs> Like another one says like naughty, nice Jewish, you know, like playing on the Christmas thing.
1: But how great is this idea in general that you can buy a bottle of wine? You can actually get a great deal on like a case of wine and then buy one of these Etsy labels and give that as gifts to like neighbors and stuff. It's like a really easy way to gift a lot of people.
0: Totally. And we're going to talk more about wine in a little bit because we have a bunch of black owned wine labels that we want to encourage you to look into also but just one more thing on our like fun stuff list I, you guys might know her she's really popular on Instagram Emily McDowell she does these like very funny tongue-in-cheek feminist like affirmative sayings and it's like very beautifully designed she has cards she has tea towels but her mugs are adorable they're 15 bucks you know, like give me a refill. The patriarchy isn't going to fight itself. Or get <laughs> it is the new hustle, which I'm really feeling these days.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm a grown lady and I do what I want. There's just really like good, funny, irreverent mugs there.
1: And who doesn't need another coffee mug? We, I feel like we can't keep ours clean. You know what I mean? Everyone's using them for everything this time of year. Always. Okay, Stacey, let's jump in with what people really want from us, which are food gift ideas.
0: I love food gifts. So, okay, we're going to be talking about homemade food gifts at some point this season. Do not worry.
1: But... It's always nice to get a little, like, delicious something, right? Right? And, like, I think there's value in homemade gifts and store-bought gifts when it comes to food. Because you can gift, like, cool ingredients to your friends that they can use to make, del- like, delicious meals for weeks and months on end. And then you- the homemade food gifts are kind of like a small bite you get to enjoy right away. Yes. All yeah. right. So...
0: Spressa is one of my new favorite discoveries of quarantine. They are a tea company, black woman owned. But one of the things they make that is my favorite and the coolest are Lux sugar cubes. (laughs) How cool is this? So they basically flavor sugar cubes. Some actually have spices on them. Some have edible flowers on them. They have a pumpkin spice latte kit. They have a hot cocoa kit. They have an instant champagne cocktail kit. So this is both for alcoholic drinks and non-alcoholic drinks. But you know when you just put like the one cube and then add either booze or warmed milk or something like that? That is what you do with these salted caramel sugar cubes, rose sugar cubes. I mean, it's just kind of genius, to be honest.
1: I'm obsessed with these. I put these in my cart so fast. Yes, they're so great. Not even for a gift, but like the cocktails that you can make with these are just going to be so, so delicious.
0: So speaking of sweeteners, that's the vibe, I guess. Bushwick Kitchen makes something called coffee maple syrup. I always have a bottle in my pantry I love this stuff. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's coffee-infused maple syrup, and it is so freaking delicious. Like, the best, best way to eat it is just on plain yogurt or really vanilla ice cream. It is so delicious. I love this stuff. Is Bushwick
1: Kitchen the site you recommended last year for their hot honey? Yes, so
0: they do. Mike's Hot Honey is, like, the very popular one. But Bushwick Kitchen also does hot honey that I have, too.
1: Yes, that's really good.
0: Brooklyn based company. So there you go. Another Brooklyn based company, Trade Street
1: Jams.
0: We love Trade Street Jams. I don't know if you saw that we. (laughs) Okay, so Ashley is the owner of Trade Street Jams. She had, she released like a few months ago, like a month and a half ago, her cranberry sage seasonal. It's already gone, guys. Sorry, but all the other stuff is just (laughs) as delicious. But I saw, I got the email, I'm on the email list, and Oliver is obsessed with her jams and was like, order it right now. So I ordered three jars. He finished the first jar in two days and i texted ashley because she's also in brooklyn and i do pick up instead of having it shipped to me and i texted her and i was like this is gone like one jar is already gone and she was like that is so crazy (laughs) her jams are delicious they're low sugar they're vegan and they are just like the loveliest combinations i know you're a huge fan of the smoked peach
1: Yes. I love the smoked peach for like brushing on grilled and roasted pork. Ashley is actually a friend of my sister-in-law, which is how I was introduced to her and her amazing jams. I also think that like the sugar cubes, they make an excellent cocktail mixer. So like you could give a gift of her rose plum jam and like a a bottle of wine because you could make like a lovely little sangria or wine cocktail that way or with a bottle of gin and like that's the cocktail right there with a little soda water so you've given your friends a gift of of alcohol every afternoon yes there you go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay okay what else
0: all right so let's move from sipping gin to sipping tea adjourn Tea House is another tea company that we love. They make these beautiful, luxe, delicious, lush, loose teas. Okay, their afro blue is so delicious. It has whole cardamom pods and Mm. also blue butterfly pea flowers, which make the most gorgeous color. It is so delicious, and I don't know, it just feels so, like, luxurious. I feel like I'm at, like, a fancy something or other every time I sip on one of their teas. But they have tons of flavors, love freeze. I also love their names. Sunday Morning Home Sweet has, like, dried apple, carrots, ginger. So these are just inventive flavors, beautiful, loose teas. And, you know, tea is a really great gift. I saw a very funny meme recently. That was like my excitement level at the thought of drinking tea is like up here. I don't know what the meme was. It was like at 100, my excitement level when I'm actually drinking tea is like two, which I thought was very, very funny because I kind of can relate to that. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that. But so if you have a tea lover or someone who thinks they love the idea of tea, I think giving them a tea that's also looks beautiful and like really hits all the senses is I don't know, just feels extra special and I think Adjourn's teas
1: fit the bill. Yes. I am as a tea drinker, I say tea always makes a good gift. Like you can't go wrong.
0: Okay, gosh, we're lots of drinks on this year's gift guide. House, H A U S. It sounds like House. It's not and it is a low ABV aperitif that comes in the most beautiful packaging. It's an opaque white uh, bottle. They come in several flavors. Bitter clove is made with like the whiskey lover in mind. Citrus flower is what they call a California take on the aperitif with crisp lemon and elderflower, which, you know, I roll my eyes as I read it and then in the next breath I'm like, "Ooh, that sounds
1: so good. I want that." I want all th- <laughs> I want all three of their flavors. <laughs> and then they have a
0: rose rosé aperitif. And the owners actually, one of them comes from a winemaking family. And the other one, it's a really interesting story, like spent a lot of time in Europe, and like realize that in Europe there's a lot of low ABV drinking, right? Yeah. Like aperitif, before dinner drinks, after dinner drinks. And it's like this kind of sustained drinking and eating, like slower culture around like food and drinking that is not really the way we approach it here in the United States. But
1: maybe we should, which but is maybe why we, we had should. A whole episode about low alcohol cocktails for yeah. back to school. Yeah.
0: And so this is just made with like herbs and spices and, you know, it does have some alcohol in it, but it's just something you can kind of sip all night long or before or after a dinner. And I love it. It's just, I don't know, honestly, it's just kind of sexy. That's what I'm going to say about it. Yeah, I
1: want to say, and this will lead into what I know is your next suggestion, is that their branding reminds me very much of Brightland olive oil, like the white bottle with the beautiful print on it. And it would make this would make such a lovely gift for your friend who maybe like lives in the neighborhood. And you can each have a bottle and have like a Zoom happy hour. Yes. Yeah. Such a good idea. Okay. Can we talk about Brightland olive oil since I mentioned it? Yeah, because I, mean, I I'm have obsessed. One of their collections on my wish list, which is like a smaller bottle of two of their olive oils and their two new vinegars. And they just look so good. If you've never tried that olive oil before, it's definitely like a splurgy finishing olive oil that you would like put over a salad or even on top of like roasted veggies just before you serve it. I have not tried their vinegars yet. Have you, Stacey? I
0: have. I have tried not the balsamic, but I've tried the champagne vinegar. And my my 11-year-old is a vinegar lover. He loves like pickles and capers and all that tart stuff. He literally tried to eat a spoonful of it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's so good. What it's, do you mean try? Like it didn't go well? Well, no, because or... I was like, dinner my like, nice hey, vinegar. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I was like, are you
0: kidding? <laughs> that shit's <laughs> expensive. Back up from the counter child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, it's it has all the acidity of champagne vinegar. Obviously, it's vinegar. That's what you want from it, acidity. But I cannot explain that it is also soft and has this sweetness to it that is unlike any vinegar I've ever tried before.
1: Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. So I, well, I'm ordering know, this for myself right now then. Did you know that I'm not a huge
0: fan of balsamic in general?
1: I think we've talked about this for, before and I feel the same way where it's like it's just too like it's overbearing.
0: Yeah, right? Yes. I do love a good balsamic reduction, like if you're going right. to drizzle it over something. Anyway, I'm very curious to try the balsamic cuz given the champagne vinegar and how it hits all the marks but at the same time manages to taste so different than any other champagne vinegar I've tried, I feel like if the balsamic does the same, I'm going to be I'm going to be into it.
1: Yeah. It's going to be your go-to.
0: My go-to. Oh, and I'm going to make a little recommendation here. They also sell spouts. And the spouts are gold. And they look beautiful in the bottle. And I have to tell you that I was like, "Mm, I don't need to spend money on a spout. But I just did. and, And I put the spout into my olive oil bottle. And I leave it on the counter. And it's really reminded me to use it as a finishing oil. Like, I feel like I... Use it more in the right ways by making that weird little behavior change of putting the spout and having it ready to go and come out in a perfect drizzle. So I use my, you know, supermarket olive oil or neutral oil to cook, and then I just grab it at the end and finish things. And there's something about the fact that the spout is gold I cannot explain to you. I mean, it's brass. (laughs) It's not real gold. That, like, really, like, I don't know. It's sexy again. It's sexy. And you know what? God darn it we need to make our kitchen sexy again. We spend way too much time in there for it to not be a sexy little space. And I know. Have like these I sexy little a, things.
1: I wish it was a different word besides sexy though because I think that that can be like off putting for some people Oh, really <laughs> just just in the way you know sex is very taboo so to even talk oh. about making our family kitchen sexy Stacy oh like, I can't stop away. saying the word I'm like
0: it's the perfect word I know
1: but I know what you mean though there's something <laughs> like super appealing and satisfying and cozy about like Having something beautiful in your kitchen, so I I know glam. What you mean. glam- <laughs> Obviously, that means glam is sexy I mean, to me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just stick with sexy. I think it's okay Fine. for now. But I wanted to say I feel surprised that you have you don't have other spouts in your kitchen. You know, you can buy like I the do. stainless steel ones in like a five pack at the restaurant supply store, or even I think Target. And they sell them as like for cocktails, but, you know, so you could put them on like your um, bottles of liquor, but they work really well for olive oil and vinegar, like the things you use on on the daily. So you're not having to like, with your dirty cooking hand, unscrew the cap from your olive oil bottle. Very Stocking,
0: stuffer, if you sell a break. Christmas otherwise a great little for another holiday great little
1: like or like something you know some people and I don't know how we'll do that people will do that in COVID times but some people do those like favorite things parties where they get together with like five girlfriends and they swap their favorite things so even those like bottle toppers would be a great gift for that
0: okay so I hope I'm pronouncing this right Kawa 1893 we'll have a link to it it's K-A-H-A AWA, it is a coffee company that gets beans direct from source. So they literally work directly with farmers. They have a whole program around empowering women in general, women farmers, women growers. And they are committed to transparency, which, you know, for crops like coffee and chocolate are actually like a pretty big deal. So this is direct from Kenya, coffee delicious you can get a subscription for the coffee lover in your life monthly coffee I mean who's going to be mad at that
1: I have to tell you yeah we started getting um, a weekly coffee subscription from our local coffee shop slash roaster that we love at the beginning of quarantine and we haven't stopped I this is going to sound crazy but it's like one of the best things I've done for my marriage this year that's amazing. Tell because us. Brian is like really his morning cup of coffee is like, what is the word? It's like religious to him. Like it is his daily ritual. If he doesn't have his coffee and it's not, he doesn't get to drink it hot. It kind of like ruins his whole day. And we ran into a couple like grocery orders at the beginning of quarantine where like they, 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 they couldn't find the coffee beans we said we wanted. And so sometimes they just didn't even replace them, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, we have to stop. Like, I, let's, let's fix this. And so now we get coffee beans every week and they're fresh. And he gets to all, like, there's no there's no chance that we run out of coffee beans so he can always have his morning ritual of coffee and like he doesn't say it but i think he's really excited when he like sees the delivery pull up because he goes out there right after they drop it off and gets it and like unpackages it so any kind of coffee subscription i think is is really great even if you keep it local
0: and i have to tell you that for this company they also have an option where you can send a tip to the grower which I oh, love
1: That's really cool.
0: Yes that's really I think cool. it's really cool. Yes. It's a really cool company. you know even if you decide to go more local, uh, I would check them out and share yeah. with your favorite coffee lovers. Okay. This is such a gimme, but whatever. There's no way we were not going to include Salt and Straw Pints Club, as in ice cream pints. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Salt and Straw, it is a very popular ice cream company. Started in Portland, Oregon, I believe, but now it's up and down the West Coast. And they make very interesting flavors and delicious. I actually took a tour of where they actually make the ice cream in Portland a couple of years ago and got the ice cream that came right out of the ice cream maker. It was delicious. So, you know, if you have an ice cream lover, why not give them ice cream? Yeah, I
1: I would be happy about that. Okay, I have an absurd one now. Mm. (laughs) I can't even believe you put this on the list. Okay, you know why? Because my
0: shipment is coming. I ordered this
1: for myself. (laughs)
0: I literally got an email this morning that said your fruit is on the way. OK,
1: you tell guys us, tell us
0: more. This is like everything that's wrong with the food world, everything that's wrong with the food and world. Yet you
1: gifted yourself. And yet one. I
0: gifted myself. It's like weirdly like who even knows how they created this. It's an Instagram sensation, which is obnoxious. And I fell for it hook line and sinker you were like,
1: yes sell that to me i sell am the target that demographic. to me
0: <laughs> pink pineapples <laughs> that's right there is a new trademarked pink glow pineapple it's described as being incredibly juicy and having a cotton candy finish Listen, it's like I said, I fully admit it's everything gross about like our food industry. And I went there. It's like, ma- what's the word I'm looking for? Not manufactured, uh, engineered. Yeah. By one of the big pineapple companies. And it's beautiful. And I want a pink pina colada. I just do. So I ordered this for myself. You can order. We'll have the link. <laughs> you can order. A crate of pink pineapples for your favorite fruit-loving friend for a mere $50. And yes, I'm being sarcastic when I say mere.
1: Okay, but you only get one,
0: right? Uh, You know, I don't even know. I bought it so fast. I was like, ooh, I want that. I'll tell you. I'll go onto our Instagram and I will
1: share. I don't think you get just one. Well, this site that you found, the Tropical Fruit Box, also has other crates of delicious tropical fruits. And so if you don't want to spend $50 on one pink pineapple to make one (laughs) pink pina colada, you could choose something else. Because isn't a pineapple, like, the symbol of hospitality? It is. And so it's, like, often given as a gift, especially around the holidays. Many, many years ago, like a decade ago, when Brian and I first started living together, we had a neighbor who gave pineapples to everyone in the neighborhood as a Christmas gift. And it was just like really kind of lovely and sweet. Like, I don't buy a pineapple for myself very often for some reason. And it, I they were always really good. So I love this, the general idea of like gifting fruit, especially tropical fruit, in the dead of winter, it doesn't have to be just a pink, just, just one pink
0: pineapple. <laughs> I'm so excited for my pink pineapple. I'm going to savor it and you. I'm not going to let my children eat it. And I have to tell you though, just like side note, cause you're right. There are other, you know, we're going to link to tropical fruit box. Melissa's produce is a big one. Yeah. Um, and they're selling it as well. But I do have to say that in the middle of winter, if you live in a place where there are just literally apples, pears, and oranges, which is like us, I mean, you know, obviously we can get our hands on blueberries and strawberries, but they're nasty and hard and whatever. Getting a box of like tropical fruit is really, really fun and gets my kids excited. I mean, that's how we, my kids love mango. My kids love star fruit. It's just a splurge. So, you know, and it's even expensive when it's available at the supermarket. Mm -hmm. So if you want to treat somebody and you're willing to pay ridiculous prices for a little bit of fruit, I think it's a really fun gift that can really brighten someone's day.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Let's talk about wine. So, you know, what we're going to do is link to an article about how you can support vineyards that have been impacted by the different fires that happened on the West Coast earlier. There's one in particular that we were going to mention, Brown Estate. It's also a Black-owned vineyard. Abbey Creek Vineyard is another one. Just consider, if you're going to buy wine, you know, it's easiest, obviously, just to go to your local store and buy whatever is affordable and good and recommended. But, you know, I do think that there are a couple of ways to think about how you can support the wine industry In a way that feels good also, Um, there's actually been a big hubbub around the wine and cocktail industry. I don't know, Megan, did you see this? Yeah. Where, like, one of the, like, master sommelier organizations has just been accused of being, like, rife with misogyny and... I don't know. I didn't really look into the details. Yeah. But it's definitely a an industry that is um, not very diverse. Right. It hasn't been,
1: like, historically. And that's very problematic.
0: Yeah. So when you buy wine, thinking about women-owned or run vineyards, Black-owned or run vineyards, and then again, thinking about how you can support maybe smaller independent vineyards that have been impacted by fires— is
1: I think worth doing the research this year yeah very cool we'll link to all of that one more hot sauce (laughs) love hot sauce okay you have do you have a hot sauce that you want to recommend You know, I love trying
0: new hot sauces, and so does Mike. He's really into hot sauce. So we found Fuego Box. Okay. Which are craft small batch hot sauce delivered to your doorstep. And I think that makes like a really nice gift. But do you have one in
1: particular that you want to recommend? you saying that reminded me that when you guys were upstate this summer, we did a live where you got, you and Mike were like showing us all the hot, local hot sauces that you bought. And like you guys were doing a taste test that night or had been doing a taste test. And I just think that's like a really fun, close family idea. Like if you all love hot sauce to get a couple and do like a taste test on wings, your own version of that show, Hot Ones, I think would be really <laughs> fun at home. <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah, so Fuego, Fuego basically sources independent small batch hot sauce makers. Yeah, so you're gonna get it's not just it's not their label; it's all different, and you can get like a uh, three bottle monthly subscription, barrel aged hot hive and black
1: reaper salt. Oh, oh a yeah. mystery crate where you just get surprised. Yeah, so there's a yeah. lot of cool stuff there for the that's hot really sauce fun. Maker. I will say our guest we had for Pride, Jesse Shevchek. he came and talked about his book Pride. He turned me on to Shaquanda's hot sauce, which I think his name is Andre. And those hot sauces are incredible. Also from Thrive Market, I really like Yellowbird hot sauce. And that's like a really nice, like I might even order a case of that to give, As like neighbor gifts or something because it's like a nice price point. It's not too expensive and it's kind of mild and delicious on everything. So those are my those are my two hot sauce recommendations. All right, food gifts for kids and food themed gifts. Okay. Oh, I like I like that. Um, I feel like you're so good at finding these. Do I not give enough food gifts to the people I love in my life? Like that are (laughs) kids.
0: But you know what? You have last year's food gift guide in this one to help you
1: remedy (laughs) that. You and everybody who's listening. I will say, and this is outside of the ad that they're paying us for, that KiwiCo has been one of my favorite gifts to give this year, especially to like my nieces and nephews who live far away and we're not going to go and visit. And they have such like a good range of kids that I'm able to give them to, like, my little nieces and nephews and my older nieces and nephews and feel really good about it.
0: I agree. I'm not going to repeat our ad because we actually script <laughs> those ads ourselves.
1: We truly do. Like,
0: that's our writing. Yeah. We don't take we don't take scripts from brands. We just don't do that. But it's true, especially this year, like, Christmas break, being home more. I mean, they're even crazy for my 13-year-old. And yeah. he's, like, not easy. And I was thinking you could also get a bunch of kids in the family the same crate because you can shop there a la carte and have them get on zoom together like you know i don't know the afternoon before your holiday whatever holiday you're celebrating while you're cooking and have all the kids like do a project together and then you know break yeah so yes fully endorse that also they have some food stuff too they have some food kits
1: yeah, they do the, the, I know for a fact like the sourdough bread one. I was like, ooh, would Chloe yeah, be right? into that? Would she finally so cool. bake bread with me? Okay. All right. Give us like I'm going to power 5, be, 5 or 6 or 7 because we've got we have given a lot of gift suggestions. We have a really robust list that will live on didn't i just feed you.com. Um, but we don't want to, you know, bore you. And I so,
0: I so appreciate you trying to manage me, but I'm going to power through as many as I can here. Thank you very (laughs) much. Okay. Um, boba bubble tea kit. So fun. Make bubble tea. Have them make bubble tea. You guys, I don't know. My kids would love that. They love bubble tea and they can make it themselves. And also like, who doesn't want to get those bubbles and like have them separate? You know, when you go to the bubble tea place and you watch them make it, my kids are always like, wait, like. What are those? I mean, we know yes. it's tapioca, but they get to play with it themselves. Okay, this is silly, but Oliver's super into the Mandalorian. Uh, I was thinking of getting him a baby Yoda
1: waffle iron. <laughs> I don't think that's silly at all. I think it's incredibly sweet. And since we already know that he loves to make pancakes, I feel like a waffle iron is a natural evolution. And
0: I have to tell you, there's so many different Star Wars waffle irons, but a lot of them come really small and make an individual waffle and are really manageable for kids uh, who are already using kitchen appliances. Yes. Okay. We have in the past recommended knives for your kids because that's how we roll. (laughs) If you're actually thinking of taking us up on it this year, you might also want to pair it with a kid's cut-resistant gloves. So these are basically gloves that resist a knife, and especially if you're getting a kid knife that isn't going to be quite as sharp, this protects their little fingers. Okay, I love like this baby cakes mini cake pop maker. Yes, it's like a waffle iron, but it makes cake pops. Hello, I, feel like I really don't. You need have to recommended
1: a cake pop maker in so many like gifts idea episodes we're like what should what like what are things you can take for classroom treats oh cake pops cake i love pops. it and then the kids can make it them themselves um okay this was really cool i
0: found an edible candy food chemistry kit that i think is really fun because we always talk about like the intersection of food and science like this really brings it together and around candy so your kid will be engaged for sure
1: I want this as I know, our resident candy so freak. Fun. I'm like, I w- yes, I do want to make all my own candy, please.
0: And then speaking of candy, I think cotton candy is gross. But I think that if my kids had a cotton candy maker, they would be the
1: happiest children on earth. Uh, listen, I bought a cheap cotton candy maker years ago off of Amazon, and by cheap, I just mean like I didn't buy a full like stand-up cotton candy machine. I just bought a tabletop one. I have used it so many times. Really? Like for birthday party. Yeah, for birthday parties or like now that we're not doing like as many parties because of COVID, like doing a themed night where you make like take peppermint candies and make like peppermint cotton candy and have hot chocolate is it is so it's such a. Fun, fun thing to have. And my kids go gaga every time I bring it out. Yes to this. Yay,
0: yay, yay. I skipped a Star Wars thing. So I want to just go back for a second if you have a Star Wars fan. William sonoma has a Star Wars gift crate right now. And I believe it comes with like cookie cutters and like a spatula that is Star Wars. So that's another great Star Wars fan gift. All right, so now we're going to go from candy to growing things <laughs> the <laughs> opposite end of the spectrum, Arrow Garden has a ton of very cool growing containers where you can grow herbs and lettuces, but they have really small ones. There' are sunlight lamps built in, and it's just a really fun, easy way for kids to grow their own food. Again, encourage them to try something new. Let's do one one more. Baked by Melissa. Have you seen these, Megan? No. These cupcakes. So it's a New York City company, but they ship nationwide. And they make tiny cupcakes. They're usually very brightly colored and fun. And right now, they have available a gift kit that just says, you're doing great.
1: Oh, I want that. And And I just love that. (laughs) I just love that. It's
0: literally, you know, I don't know, like 24 bite-sized cupcakes they have flavors like cookies and cream, peanut butter and jelly, chocolate chip pancake, wrapped in a box that says you're doing great with a rainbow. And I think we all need that.
1: This is so freaking cute. I just clicked through the link and it is I can't understand how great would this be for a holiday party to send to one like if you if you can't be there in person but also for kids. I might order this for Ella for her birthday.
0: Yeah, it's so
1: cute. So cute. Okay.
0: We can't end without talking about giving. I just feel like this year there's been a lot of reflection, a lot of thinking about like what really matters during this holiday season. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around and I'm feeling very lucky and privileged and I don't know that everybody in my family needs more new stuff. You right. Know? So I, we are thinking of giving a donation to fight hunger. There are a couple of different options. The top three are that I'm aware of. And Megan, I'd love to hear from you. These are more national and international. They're not local to me. No Kid Hungry, Feeding America, and my favorite World Central Kitchen which is an organization that we've written about in our newsletters um, that's really focused on going to where people are hurting most, whether disaster hit hardest by COVID and making sure that people who are going hungry in those areas have food. Yes,
1: I love this idea and I love that we're linking to national organizations. I will just share that there was a point in my childhood where my mom depended on other people giving around the holidays to make Christmas happen for us. I have very like distinct memories of being gifted gifts from other people and it makes a really big difference. So even if you don't give on a national level, if there's something you can do with your church or your community center where you can adopt a family, I know that a lot of families are hurting this year because of COVID. So not just hunger related, but anything that you can do to spread joy I think is really helpful. And it doesn't it doesn't have to be a lot. A little bit makes a big difference here, here.
0: So with that, I think we're wrapping
1: up our 2020 gift guide. (laughs) This may go down in history as our longest episode ever. Really? (laughs) Maybe. It's all about giving.
0: I feel proud about that. Yes. So with that, we will let you guys go. Make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter to get an exclusive recipe and our pick of the week every single week. Because you can keep the gifts going all year I long know, with that. I was that. gonna
1: say, that's a great source for yep. Friday Finds for gift ideas all year round. That's right. So subscribe at com or follow the link in our Instagram bio. Hey, speaking of Instagram, you can find us there and on Facebook as at Didn't I Just Feed You. Just keep in mind that the real Facebook fun is happening in our private listeners group. The answer to our favorite cocktail is whiskey. And don't ask us about it. Of course, don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.
0: Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha
1: Gatsik. I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay singing and well-fed until next week emmett what's your favorite breakfast
0: pancakes with butter inside it until it sparts out until it sparked. until i eat it on the floor the hey guys before you go A quick reminder that we've partnered with our friends at Clean Plates to share our most sanity-saving holiday cooking and eating tips. Check our show notes or Instagram bio to sign up for their newsletter and to get
1: all of our hot takes along with tons of recipe inspiration.